0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get ready to share cereal
1: Uh, welcome back to another week of uh, Get Serial or another uh, Friday morning um, with your hosts Thea and Luca. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Um, I'm happy to be back after my little one week hiatus. I definitely missed chatting to Luca and uh, yeah, being on radio. Um, but yeah, if you want to catch up on all things Get Serial and Sin, uh, make sure to head on to sin.org.au and also hit us up on our socials. So that's Get Serial on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and get serial 907 on Snapchat. Um, it feels a bit weird to be back on the air, actually, but I'm, I'm very excited. And uh, it's nice to be chatting to you again, Luca.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you back again, Thea. Um, we've got a jam-packed show for everyone. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, getting coronavirus testing done, um, uh, being single versus being in a relationship, doing like, self-ISO and quarantine. <laughs> as well as some uh, of our weekly recommendations that you might have been hearing over the past couple of weeks. But before then, we're just going to jump into a quick song. Uh, it's off our uh, international uh, playlist of 316 songs. Um, this is Chloe and Hallie with Do It. You're listening to Get Serial with Sia and Luca on Scene. You're listening to Get Serial here on Sin with Thea and Luca. You just heard a brand new single from Nathan Foley, which is called "She Devil." Um, it's Nathan Foley's first single um, off an upcoming album entitled "Hurricane." Um, he said it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek pop rock vibe. Kind of get those vibes there as well. Uh, what did you think of it, Thea?
1: Yeah, I um, it was a lot of fun. I think in so um, his little intro was like a good. Um, I think a good, like, way to get to know how he kind of made the track. I definitely got the In Excess kind of um, vibe there, which, I mean, I love In Excess, so I'm, I'm very pleased with that. Um, and also he's a, he's, um, Nathan Foley was an original member of High Five, fun fact. Um, so anyone that remembers him from that, this is Nathan. Um, slightly new kind of sound, but, yeah, it's his first single, so I think it's really good and a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, big big ups to Nathan Foley right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. We're going to be talking about uh, coronavirus testing or their lack of it. The um, <laughs> yeah, you you got recently tested for coronavirus? Is that
1: right? I did. Yeah. Um. So I thought it would be the sensible thing to do. I did attend the um, Black Lives Matter protest in Melbourne. That was a couple of held a couple of weeks ago, which was um really great to be at. Um. But I also thought it would be sensible afterwards to um get tested as there are more tests available at the moment and I had like a runny nose so I was like, better just be safe. Um and yeah, I it was um it was a very I mean, kudos to the to the healthcare staff and everything. It was it was really run really well. It was like a drive through test. So it was at Chadston's shopping centre and you like I was with a friend and in the car you would like it was in a car park bit and you would like drive around, they'd take your details and then you get to the end and then you get tested. Um, but yeah the so the test <laughs> a lot of people have heard that the test is is quite uncomfortable um and I can confirm that it is pretty uncomfortable um it's very like it's quite invasive um so, Sorry, so they,
0: where does it where does it go through?
1: So they t- well for me they they like swabbed the inside the back of my throat which was okay but I did start laughing because it was quite <laughs> quite like. <laughs> she she was doing a really great job but i was i was probably like not helping her by just laughing and then they um they have to put this it sort of looks like a really long cotton swab and they put it up your nose (laughs) very far up your nose which was quite shocking and again i was just laughing because i was very uncomfortable i'm (laughs) laughing now too pretty uncomfortable so i was like whoa (laughs) this is really intense um I don't want to, I don't, I mean, I'm not, the the purposes of me saying that it's uncomfortable is nothing against the, the, the like way that the, um, the, the doctor did it, because that was fine. It was more just the, the nature of the test itself is intense. So just, yeah, yeah that's my account of it though. But um, it was really quick. It's just kind of like that few seconds of, um, you know, discomfort and then you're kind of on your way. So I was very impressed with the whole operation probably hopefully I don't have to get tested again, but you know <laughs> that's my that's my little recap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's good ass. Like well done for like, taking the initiative and yeah, protecting people around you for getting tested.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um yeah, I look I'm I'm happy that I went and did it as well. Um took a friend with me as well. Thought it would be the sensible thing to do. Um but yeah I think, you know, like if you've been good, staying at home, um, hopefully you won't. <laughs> hopefully, people won't need to have a test. But it's always good to, you know, now, now, now. I think it's like the tests are kind of more available, so it's probably not a bad idea um, if you've got those symptoms. Obviously, um, but you're you're lucky in that you haven't had to get a test. <laughs> yeah, and no,
0: I haven't got I haven't got the uh, the COVID nineteen test. Um, I didn't. Unfortunately, I couldn't attend the Black Lives Matter protest. I had to... Stomach flu, but I watched it for the live stream. But, uh, yeah, I probably would have gotten tests test as well if I had attended. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've just been wearing, like, those sanitary masks just everywhere where I go. Um, mm. Not when I drive because I just, like, fog up the windows, I think. Mm-hmm. But yep, very when I When I first got the mask, I was like, wait, is it the blue side that goes outwards or is it the white side?
1: Oh, like the surgical masks.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, oh no! Mm. So I just tried both and didn't. <laughs> after one, after doing it on one side, like I started getting pimples on my nose. Oh no! Maybe, maybe it's the other side. Maybe it's the other side.
1: Well, that'll. That's a good way to test which, which side it's good to put on. Yeah, um, yeah actually, maybe look if you've got the same issue. People listening, maybe look it up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely before you leave the house, like make sure (laughs) you know which side of the mask you wear. And like when you wear it during exercise, that's like another thing that kind of confused me.
1: What was that? Say it again, sorry.
0: Like if you wear the mask while you're exercising, say for if you're going for a run or riding a bike or something like that, would it affect your respiratory system?
1: That's a really good point because I've seen when I've had to wear it for work, it um the ones that like I think they're called P P ninety five masks with the filter with the like actual respirator in the mask. Um, they are they do like for me I was like this is hard uh, to breathe in like this is not. I mean it was good because there's an actual like a filter there, so it's a good yeah. mask there for sure if you're yeah. But I it was like I was just walking around and talking to people. And, um, found it harder to breathe. So maybe I don't, yeah, maybe like a mask without a filter would be easier to breathe in. And like, you could do it when you're running your bike or running, I guess as well. Like if you're, if you're in a, you, I mean, you should just do it, especially if you're like going to ride through the city or something, like you, you definitely should. Cause you just never know. Um, that's a good question. Like that yeah. would be really uncomfortable.
0: So many wonderful, uh, little tidbits there. Righty uh, Should we should we get to a song here?
1: Yes, we should. Um I'm very happy to play this next song. Uh it is uh I think it's a new single, um, from Mild Life. Uh it's called Rare Air. It's a bit of a long one. It's just under seven minutes. Um, but it's sort of like I love Mild Life. Um anyone that knows them knows that they've got sort of a jazz soul flair, but the guitar in this is really good, as is the kind of electronic I think it's synthy kind of sounds it sounds a little bit like spacey or something um this is this is something I've really enjoyed listening to recently so uh, I hope you guys enjoy it and uh yeah keep listening to Get Serial on this Friday morning Hello, everybody. Uh, the track that you have just been listening to is Rare Air by Mildlife, which is a new single of theirs. I was just saying before, I really like this track. Um, it's just its kind of a long one, but it's its sort of like spacey and a bit electronic, but also a bit jazzy, which is like a lot of kind of Mildlife songs. Um, so, yeah, they're doing what they do best, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to be talking today a little bit on the kind of um, – isolation coronavirus theme uh we're going to be talking about uh being single versus being in a relationship during uh this period of time so um yeah luca what what have your thoughts been on being single in self-isolation
0: yeah so um i was single before isolation started so uh the only difference is probably contact human contact with I don't know, another female or something like that. Mm. Whatever. But it's um yeah, it's we're just in hibernation mode, kind of reliving uh what do you call it? Like just past life events and questioning regret or like thinking of what could happen afterwards, like after mm. self-viso and stuff. Um but yeah, there's also been positives like like reassessing where I'm at in my life and not really being distracted by the dating scene, per se. Yeah.
1: True. I think that, um, like, you're not having to worry about, like, whether you're dating enough or whether you're, like, meeting enough people or as many people as your friends are or whatever is, like, probably a nice thing to not have to think about.
0: Yeah, because that can get kind of toxic amongst friends, I think, or even just, like, in your head. You get in your head and you think, oh, is this – The right thing should be doing this or the morality and ethics of dating I don't know Mm -hmm. it could be a massive thesis but no
1: (laughs) (laughs) it could be you got got a lot of thoughts on that which is good
0: yeah I think people will like cherish love more after like lockdown I guess or once people become more social after like quarantine self-isolation stuff yeah true well, speaking like, of someone that who's in a relationship, like you, Sierra, like how's it kind of been going for you?
1: Um, yeah, I I guess like so I I this is my first relationship, and it ha- we've only been dating for like half a year, and that was not each other for longer, but um we only started officially dating at the start of the year, so like we hadn't been together for that long before, um like having to do this um. So I'm definitely no, I'll just preface by saying I'm not some like relationship expert in any way. Um it's still all very new to me. And um yeah, I think like I think it would have been I don't know, if, if I couldn't because I mean in Victoria the kind of law the laws were that you were able to see your partner. So I think that if I hadn't been able to see him, that would have been really difficult. And for people that haven't been able to say their partner, like maybe you're, like, interstate or or, for, or in another country, I think that would be really hard, just, like, losing that intimacy that you're, like, used to. Like, especially if you're yeah. someone that's been in relationships for years and years, like, you're probably very used to that, like, level of affection and intimacy and sort of, I feel like that would be really hard to not have. Um, but at the same time, I think anyone that's with someone will kind of know that like, you know, everybody goes through having like relationship kind of like problems or doubts or whatever. Um, And I think comparing as well to like other relationships or where you think you should be at a certain point of time. So I do think that uh, like having all this time to be at home and kind of think about my relationship has been good, but it's also been like an added thing. Like maybe I wouldn't be thinking about it so much if I wasn't like, or if if I was like going out more or like, that kind of thing. So, but I I guess it's a good thing. Like you were saying, it's good to like think about it. And I think also like, I'm, I know it's like a lot of people would be like, you know, wish or whatever that they would have a, would have had a partner at this time. It has been really nice. So I'm very grateful in that respect. Um, But I think there's like a lot more to it than it just being like really good or something, you know, like there's more to unpack
0: there kind of thing. Yeah. Like you guess you put like things into perspective and, like, if you get lonely during these times, you can always, like, I don't know, like, just talk to your friends a bit more or, like, set up, like, uh, chat meetings and stuff. Do, like, a drive-by kind of yeah, your cars or something like that, you know? There's still, like, other options if you do feel lonely. Um, That's
1: really true. Yeah.
0: Like getting creative. Um, yeah. I've, and- like, not touched any dating apps whatsoever, so...
1: As in right now, or like generally.
0: Well, I I barely was on a dating app beforehand, so yeah. now is like not the probably the best time I have to do that. If you don't no. know what I mean. No.
1: True. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, because like you were saying before, the kind of like uh, comparing with your friends, like your kind of dating life or sex life or whatever, can be really toxic. And I think part of that can like make you feel like you should be on a dating app. Like, I think that was part of the reason I like had Tinder for a bit was because I was like, oh, I should be like, you know, not, sorry, this yeah. is like a few years ago, but like um, yeah. I sort of felt like that would be something I should do. And it's like fun, but I think now like instead of sort of when you feel lonely, like you don't really have that option to like go out and go on a date right now. So maybe it's a good thing. It's like you have to think about like, well, if I'm lonely, like maybe I shouldn't just like immediately soothe myself by talking to someone online. Like maybe I should like think about it more or something like that.
0: Yeah. There's definitely uh, many more options that you can find. Um, yeah. For like human contact or connection. Uh, even like through gaming, like gamers out there, they probably like have really good solidarity and bond between each other, like through like chat rooms, or whatever discord. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, like having to think of other ways that you can get that um, kind of connection that you would maybe normally get from like seeing people in person like um, is like something people have had to do that's probably like a good thing. I wonder if that will continue. Like I wonder if people will still like Zoom each other and like or do all, or like you said, like with the gaming thing. Like I wonder if that will remain now, but you, sort of going yeah. back to normal.
0: You do wonder like if these things... Like there's a flash in the pan or, yeah, That's so true. <laughs> um, I also
1: just wanted to say because we've been talking about loneliness and things, um, if if anybody has been feeling that um, a lot at the moment, um, I, it's always a, a good idea, I think, to try and get support. So um, the lifeline number is 131114. Um, so, yeah, totally I think a good idea. It's, it's, it's been hitting you hard a bit lately to, like, Give
0: them a call and um, yeah, yeah, very good idea, Theo. Um, just before we get to the next song, uh, I'd like just to mention that if you'd like to support um, the Indigenous Lives Matter or Black Lives Matter movements, you can head to paytherent.net.au to donate whatever amount you feel like donating or uh, supporting the Black Lives Matter movement from Australia. Uh, via various um, BLM social networks and foundations Uh, it's in, in relation to this we're going to be playing a song from a First Nations artist named Ziggy Rama His song is called Stand For Something it's a bit of like hip hop spoken word uh, track there and it's quite a heavy song so there's a bit of a language warning as well Um, yeah, it's a good track so Highly recommend listening to the rest of Ziggy Ramo's album that came out recently. You're listening to Get here on Sin this Friday morning with Thea and Luca. You're listening to Get Cyril on Sin this Friday morning with Thea and Luca. You've heard a brand new track from Orlando Weeks. It's called Safe in Sound. It's one of it's the international feature album. Uh, this week, part of the International Pitch Realm, entitled A Quickening. It, you could find that on our Sweet 16 playlist at sin.org.au, among the other Sweet 16 songs you can find there as well. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about our weekly recommendations uh, from two weeks ago kind of thing and we recommend each other some First Nations art. Um. Yeah, so Thea, I think you recommended me poetry from Alan Van Nierven.
1: I did. What, what did you yeah.
0: um, think about? Um uh, it, it was quite interesting, really. Uh, I read a poem entitled Yagambe and Proud, which was one of the poems which was bilingual, so it was written in the Yagambe language as well as English language. Um, the Yagambe interpretations were provided by Sean Davis, and Alan uh, Vanuiven wrote the uh, the original in Gigambe. and it had like some kind of nice constants going on, um, nice imagery as well. Those say like alliteration as well, uh, like N's and G's. And the poem just very like was very succinct and deep, like just two verses, but like you kind of had a lot of imagery as well. Um, yeah, it was quite it was quite captivating in the short space that it had, but. Yeah, it's quite good. Enjoyed it.
1: Yay! I'm glad to hear you liked it. I um, I heard about her from like a poetry class I've been doing at uni, and um, I think it's like seeing the seeing the poem done in in yeah, like her native language, and then English. I think is just kind of like good to remove this idea that if you're English speaking, poetry is this is like only something you can understand in English and something that you associate with being like an English thing. So I think it's good to see it in in her, like, in Yagambe. Um And yeah, I think it's very impressive and, and really beautiful.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I recommended you David Arden's Red Desert Man. How did you find it? It. To that album?
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and I think uh, I, I'm trying to, uh, how can I describe this? It was sort of different to what I expected for whatever reason. There was a lot of like kind of electric guitar. It reminded me a little bit of like Paul Kelly, but also the beautiful guitar kind of like Dora It's like had such beautiful, like such a beautiful guitar player. So it reminded me a lot of that. Um, And very like, lots of so almost like ballad like like very kind of emotional um which is what i really liked about it i really liked baby 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 which is the second song on the album and so young which is the second last song on the album um yeah i it's not really music i would normally listen to but i do i did i think it sort of made me realize that i would like to listen to, to more of that kind of music like a very kind of moving and kind of kind of like rock but um but like beautiful lyrics and um and just like very well done, like so impeccably um produced. I really I really
0: enjoyed it. I'm glad I'm glad you did, Theo. Yeah. I'm glad you did enjoy it. it. was uh it was streaming like uh what do you call it? Like, trending on a playlist. I was like check it out on uh oh. an online platform. So yeah, I thought it was like, oh yeah, cool. I'll check I'll recommend this to Theo. When, uh, when we record Kit Serial. Yeah. Sweet
1: radio. So um that was our uh what we were doing well, what we've been listening to in the past couple of weeks. Um and then our recommendation for this week is uh well the theme is is um playing an instrument.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah, kind of along that music and art theme. Um yeah, so we thought it would be fun to like I guess it's just like a, another kind of little activity to try. Um, and one that's a little bit more like, uh, like well, you, you you've got to do it yourself sort of thing, maybe um, as opposed to just listening to something. So um, picking up a new skill, if you will. Um, so you've got a keyboard, is that right, Luca?
0: Yeah, I've got uh, like a little beginner's keyboard, little Casio. It's orange and black, but it's uh, it's treated me well so far. It's got different like settings and instrument, like uh, what do you call like tones and that. So yeah. It's going to be fun to play it again. Excellent. And you've got a a guitar uh, here, Sia?
1: I do. I haven't really played it seriously for a number of years, um, but I did used to really enjoy playing guitar. So I am going to try to – I don't know if I'll try and learn a song, but um, I think more the point is to just try and – because we're both clearly music fans, so I think it's kind of – a good, I, I had this idea that like it would be good to learn more about music itself as well. Um, you know, like why not kind of thing, try it out and have a deeper kind of appreciation for it. So, um, whether I actually string anything together that sounds good is yes, uh, we'll see, yes, that's <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll get back to each other next week and see how we go. Yeah,
0: can't wait to report back.
1: Awesome. Um, Right, so uh, the next track that we're going to be playing for you um, on Get Serial this Friday morning is uh, it's from our local feature album, which is um, by Leah Senior. Um, The album is The Passing Scene and the song is Evergreen. Um, And, yeah, so it's on the Sweet 16. It's a local feature album, as I've just said, um, and you can find it on sin.org.au. And um, just a bit of background, so the Sweet Sweet 16 is a program that we have here on Sin. Um, and every week there's a list. There's a local feature album, an international feature album, and then a list of local and international tracks. Um, so it's a really good thing if you're looking for new um, music locally and um, in the world. Uh, it's a really good thing to check out, and it's a really good uh, program on singing. Um So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this song, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening this morning. Okay. I hope you guys are enjoying our uh, Get Serial Friday morning program. And the song you just heard there was uh, it's by RVG and it was Help Somebody and it's off of RVG's uh, album that they released this year. I'm a big fan, one of the best live acts I've seen for sure. Um, A really good like local uh, band. So uh, get on to them if you'd like to hear more of that kind of thing. Uh, And, yeah, thanks for listening this morning um, to me, Thea, and Luca um it's been a really fun program i'm happy to be back um after my little hiatus and uh yeah it's been really fun
0: yeah make sure you check out our socials on uh, facebook and instagram at get Serial, um as well as checking all the content out on center.org.au um if you want to listen to back to the podcast it's on omni and yeah can't wait to be back on uh, next friday as well as yeah it's going to be our last show i think last week shows or we'll get to you. So yeah. We've been seeing the end look-off. Goodbye. <laughs>